Welcome back to the Poker Podcast, where we get up close and personal with the biggest names in the game. I'm James Dempsey, and coming up in this episode, we have... The good motivation is like, if you don't have money, that's good motivation, <laughs> yeah. right? There's this. That was my dream to play the main event, and then in one year, dreams come true. Bit of this. I like sweets. And plenty more. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the podcast to make sure you don't miss out on any episodes. This week, we are in Sochi, and it's great to be able to introduce Anatoly Felitov to the podcast. How are we doing, Anatoly? Hello, hi everyone. I'm doing great. The Sochi is my second hometown after Moscow, and we have a lot of series here, and it's like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, it's always exciting, isn't it, as a poker player, when to oh, have yeah. an event at your home. It feels like your home. Your home I event. was waiting for this series, especially Millions, for a long time, because this is like our main series in camps to Russia, and I want to see a lot of foreign players but not really much come. I saw Dietrich Fest today, and I saw some Chinese guys. We have the Triton High Roller Series here. Everyone is welcome to Sochi. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, I mean, I've only been here for a little over 24 hours myself, but what is it you like most about Sochi then? I just like, you know, I just like the players because, you know, I like the mountains, you can go upstairs. Even if we have the series in winter, it's like snow in the mountains and you can skink and do all this stuff and that's great. You can go with your family, with your kids. Yeah, and before, before we came on, you were saying uh, that you went skiing for the first time this year, right? Yes. Was that here? Yeah, it was exactly here. It was during the series. It's pretty cool, right, to be able to do that in, in between playing poker tournaments. Yeah, that's cool. If Even if you bust, you can go skiing, so that's that's good. And have you done any other stuff here? They have, like, the sky park, I believe, with the bungee oh, jumps. Actually, yeah, and of course, this. I did the bungee jumping. Uh, first, when it was, like, the first party poker series, I wasn't even an ambassador. But like um, they pick one player who do that, and I agreed, so I did it. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, that was cool. It's like two bunch of things, like sixty nine meters and two hundred something. Oh, wow! And I choose the second one, the biggest one. And is that the first time you did a bungee jump? No, that was the second time. So oh, wow. I, the first time I, it was in Macau, and I have the video on YouTube. Uh, everyone <laughs> said it's scared, but I don't think so. <laughs> when we are playing poker here, there's lots of poker to be played. Uh, what's your schedule like for this week? Obviously. For this week? Oh, actually, that's a good question. Uh, I played the 1K Open yesterday, made made like five entries. Today, this one 1A of main event, I still think, what what should I play? Because it, there will be 50K of uh, right on poker. So I don't decide yet. I'll see how many Chinese guys will come. Maybe I'll see and yeah, appear to the, the super high roller event, especially in my hometown. I have to do that. Yeah. I played super high, lo- high rollers two times. It was in Macau when I bungee jumped the first time. So, and I cashed in one, finished seventh. So, yeah, and second one I busted. Steve Woodwire called me as a queen. Second pair, I triple bar, blah, blah, but that was sick. Yeah. If, say, you do play the 50k later, and you have a good result in that, would we parlay it into the 100k tomorrow? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Go. If I finish like top three or top four, I'll play 100k for sure. That's cool. That's cool. So you could have a nice spin up. Yeah. I hope so. Like living the dream, right? And ha- how many uh, how many Russians do you think might play in it? You've spoken to not really much. I no. didn't see like uh, Nikita. I didn't see Nikita here. I didn't see this um, True Teller. I didn't see these guys. Maybe they will come. I'm not sure about it. But I think some of them are in Macau right now. But but you know, live game is different. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And how how do you what did, how do you find that difference? Obviously. You're very successful. Uh, actually, I found it the first 40 tournament that I played live, I didn't cash. 
The first 40? The first 40 tournaments. Wow. It was sick. It was like almost one year without any cash. <laughs> uh, it's different, but I, I didn't really adjust to the like uh, ranges and all this stuff. And now I understand it much better than it was. And the first time I won money on WSOP, I didn't like lost it. There are some things in life game that you should understand. Like people don't like to gamble that much in the last stage, you know. Right. But in one K tournament, they gamble like, <laughs> in any stage. They, you you can't even bluff. I tried to bluff maybe a couple of times. The huge bluffs. It, it was good. I had a good hand to bluff, but I still get called. That's why I made five entries. <laughs> but this is this is a you know a very valid point, obviously. Um, you. You can pick up so much right when you're at a, a live table for, for how the different players play right without really playing that many hands, which you can't necessarily do online, right? You kind of you can peg some of these guys straight away for the kind of players they are, like you're saying, and the and the ranges they play. And yeah. I guess that's maybe the biggest difference you've really encountered, I guess, when you when you switch. Yeah, actually, from... you know, a lot of um, online players they like to sit in their phones during mm. the tournament because it lasts like ten hours. And they don't really pay a lot of attention to the tournament, but if you play like the big tournament, you have to pay to to pay attention because you can miss a lot of uh, important things that can improve your win rate in some spots. For like, if some guy play a hand, usually like when someone play a hand, I try to think like uh, if he play a hand with his opponent, I try to think what should he has like, what should he like, uh, what should he have in this hand and like and trying to think what he hand is and like then I'll play with this opponent like better but sometimes I sit in my phone too <laughs> and I need to make like Instagram stories and all this stuff the video so yeah but going back to when you first got into poker how did that how did that happen how did you start was... I just watched like the TV I just watched the TV with Ilya Gordetsky our Russian commentator and yeah I just loved it my friend told me it's an interesting game, the guys in sunglasses and blah, blah, blah. So we started to play poker for maybe one box or something like that. And then I just, like, it was my hobby and then it became more and more efficient for me. So, and I got into into the into the poker. And did you, but did you ever imagine at that point that you'd be no. sitting here talking about playing a 50k no. later today? No, never, never. My dream was, I had a dream to play the World Series of Poker. I sold it, like, high stakes poker show. I saw like some videos and it was my dream to play the main event and then in one year dreams come true <laughs> but I didn't cash. I lost a lot of money there but yeah. But it's cool right how quickly how quickly. That's cool. Life is good if you can lose like 10k. Well for sure yeah it's always a good position to be in if you have to lose 10k Definitely. walk out that room and, and be smiling. Definitely you have to smile more you have like it has to be more fun even if you lose. And it's something you always seem to be having good fun at a table. For anyone who hasn't played with Anatoly or seen you play, you're very lively at the table. I'm trying to speak to players. I'm trying to, you know, to have fun. Because, like, if you see it and, like, it's always... I mean, I understand it if it's, like, the light stage of the big tournament. Pressure is uh, pretty high, so if you don't speak a lot, that's good. Like, especially during the hands because you can give some information to your opponent. But, like, in the first day, yeah, it's better to have a conversation. You you have you can you can make friends on the table or make some business or whatever yeah and uh let's say for example you didn't start playing poker back then what would you be doing now i have no idea <laughs> maybe i work in sales yeah maybe <laughs> i became said. the video blogger i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> i could see you in sales i imagine you probably find that pretty easy just talking to people yeah 
I can sell you anything. <laughs> and so uh, when you're not uh, at home in Russia or, or traveling to Sochi, say, for example, where, where else are your favorite poker trips to go to? I like a lot of places. They're nice. Uh, Barcelona is one of the best. I like the Prague. I like European countries. I don't really like Las Vegas because the world during the world is so hot there. But like I was there in December, that was cool. I like the Nottingham tournament. I really I love the Montreal city. I went to party poker millions in Montreal and playground. That was great. The food, the atmosphere there. Yeah, that that was. It's pretty good now. Most of the tour stops are somewhere where you're going to have a lot of fun away from the table, right? Yeah. That's the important fact. Bring that balance. Of... If you pass, you can go and visiting and do all this stuff. You can mix the touristic trip with like with playing. But if you go to Rosvedal, <laughs> then you have to play all the time, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Everything is only for playing over there. So you were saying there, obviously, uh, you mentioned Nottingham, and of course, Dust or Dawn. Is that? Is that the next up on your agenda, of course, Party Millions there, end of next month? Well, I'm not really sure, because I need to make my visa to UK all the time. I made my visa last year, and now it's expired. Maybe I'll go there, maybe I'll go. I still think that's just the schedule is crazy. After this series, I probably go to Barcelona for EPT. Then um, we have the Power Fest. Power Fest events, I'll play online a lot in September. It's always like that. All the online players, they play in September. Then, then I maybe I go back to Sochi, maybe I go to Rosvedal. Then Nottingham, Bahamas. So we have the great series in Bahamas. Yeah, I was going to say, I see we're definitely coming to Bahamas. Definitely, <laughs> that's, that's for sure. November, is everything is booked. <laughs> and then we'll see what we have. We have the series in Sochi in October too. Okay. So yeah, you obviously it's, like we were saying earlier, you yeah, want to come I back and play stay, events. I don't even stay in my home for a long time. I just get there. Actually, um, we were on the World Series, so then we came to Moscow for a couple of days. Then we we went to Italy to have vacation. Then I came back home. I just put my bags, <laughs> just like my stuff out of the bag. Then I put other stuff into the bag and go here to Sochi. So I don't really spend time at home. Wow, and you find. But, we went to the World Cup final. I busted in the main. That was bad. But then we went to the final. It was the first time I visited the World Cup, and it was amazing, especially in my hometown in Moscow. Wow, that was cool. Yeah, and it, it's it's funny because I feel like the World Cup opened a lot of eyes to Russia that maybe wouldn't have thought coming to visit. Like I have a few friends who came for the World Cup at different points, and they never would have thought coming to Russia beforehand. But now they're all in love with Russia, and they love it want to come back for future holidays that's cool actually yeah people are scared of russia sometimes they they just listen to the tv and like propaganda and politics and they put a lot of noise about it i saw that in england it was like the boycott of the world cup and then the world cup comes the games were crazy even england go to the semi-final <laughs> yeah it was a very good game and yeah everything was great so you guys are welcome i hope everyone will come here because like party worker even pays the visa fee for everyone who wants to join the series and you have to go here. The casino is good, the buy-in is high, the guarantee is huge, we have the high-roller series, so why not? Yeah, and it is a, it is a beautiful casino, the venue, venue itself is pretty awesome. You can, you can have a stop in Moscow for a couple of days and like to visit it, to see the city. We have a lot of play, we have the big nightlife if you like clubbing, we have big theater if you like, like uh, 
all the things we have galleries museums so architecture everything everything 24 hours not like <laughs> museums okay they're not <laughs> but the food the restaurants everything is 24 hours it's not like in europe you came out at seven everything is closed <laughs> yeah. what's going on guys <laughs> you need to get it together right so basically the message here is get to russia and if you're coming to sochi why not throw on a trip to moscow on the way or yeah whatever. you can go to moscow st petersburg then you like it you go to other cities too then you stay in moscow for one month get russian passport and yeah live here <laughs> let me go move to sochi perhaps so uh, obviously we were talking, you were saying about doing the bungee jumps here and in uh, Macau and stuff. Is that what you're about? You kind of like the adrenaline? You do other extreme really, activities? I, I'm not really addicted to that, but you know, uh, the first time I jumped, it was in Las Vegas actually, but it wasn't jump. It wasn't bungee jump. It's like, it's not a free fall. But first year I came there, I saw how people do it. I didn't do that. So three years I didn't do that. Then we bet 500 bucks with my friend and... Uh, we both jumped. It wasn't scared. It was scared the, only to on the stratosphere. Yeah, Is that right. It was like scared only to make the first step. Then I came to Macau and it was a bungee jump, the highest uh, in the world. That was scared. That was cool. The first one in Sochi it was scared too, but the second one is not like the first. <laughs> so what is it that you're doing when you're not playing poker? Obviously, we know you like to spend some time at home, but what are your hobbies when I make my social media? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like to play football. Oh yeah, but I'm injured now, trying to spend my the time with my friends. We have two dogs. Uh, they live with Layla's, my wife's mom. But sometimes we take them. But most of the time, I play poker. <laughs> um, obviously, talking of Vegas, I gather you got married in Vegas. Oh yeah, we married on seven seven seventeen, so with seven of July. It was oh the weather is so hot. That's that. It's really hard to. To make it in Vegas, but yeah, and everyone asks, is it fake or not? That's the problem too. <laughs> you married in Vegas? Yeah, it's fake, right? No, it's not. It's eligible, guys. Come on. And uh, what 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 made the decision for Vegas? Was it just? Uh, there was the World Series there, and like the date was pretty. It was seven or seven seventeen. Layla's Layla, she likes the date, and we decided to get married in Las Vegas, and I play poker, so it's cool. If That's... you play poker, it's like a good place to get married right and it must be it must be nice as well because when you do go back to vegas it brings back those memories as well right not just poker exactly uh, this this summer it was the first celebration and we 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 did it in vegas so um obviously talking about being in vegas it's a place that's known for its over-the-top extravagance perhaps on that topic what what's the sort of most extravagant thing you've you've done with money won from poker like you've made any big purchases or any any terrible purchases? Have you ever splurged your money and regretted it? Hmm. Not really. I don't really spend money on crazy things. Uh, I don't buy like supercars or whatever. Maybe I have to win more to do that. But not really. It just like it doesn't change anything. If I win one million tomorrow, it doesn't change anything. Right. Money is not the overall drive for you to play. Poker, I mean, like I the level of life will not change for sure. Maybe I buy something the new. The new jeans or whatever, <laughs> the new shoes uh, and some other things, but not really. So the, you would you say that uh, your biggest drive in poker these days is then just the competing and wanting to win tournaments rather than... I like to competing and I like to win. If I don't win for a long time, I feel... <laughs> I don't feel really great. Yeah, I don't like to lose. I'm, yeah, it's like 
even in other games i like to play billiard table tennis uh, other games uh, and i don't like to to lose so yeah that's why when i start losing i try to think something maybe work on my game that would i do for the nearest like couple of months that's one of my goals too because like when i started to do social more social media more traveling i started like my game doesn't really improve so and nowadays you have to work on your game and like i feel like uh the difference between me and some other guys who usually play poker more often and who spend a lot of time like improving their game it's bigger than it was before so i need to to work on my game right now that's one of my goals i'm trying to be you know objective when i compete with other guys i'm not like i will play everything i can beat everyone and not right. like that if you be you should to be smart right you have to remove the ego and emotion i've been writing i appreciate sometimes, sometimes sometimes so is this is the you know let's see poker has got to the stage now where you can't just turn up and expect it when you do have to do some work at the highest levels um is that something you enjoy doing or studying no <laughs> it's not for you uh, no i'm very lazy on all the things i don't really spend time in programs i like to speak with some players who will explain me all this stuff no i don't really like it there are some guys who are like crazy beasts but they play much higher than me i mean like for the live games i play big tournaments like 5k's it's a big tournament. Of course, but, it's a lot of money. Yeah, I can beat the field in this one if it's not like high roller with like 20 players. Usually I can beat the field, so I feel pretty comfortable. One case, I feel very comfortable, and it's enough. I'm experienced in live tournament, but if we play online, uh, yeah, it's um, it's more difficult, especially in the late stage. There are like a lot of uh, good players there, so. You still obviously enjoy playing online. I do like it, especially the big series. I'm not... You know, when you start playing higher, you're not really motivated to play a smaller stakes tournament most of the time. But if, for example, if I don't play for maybe one month, so I can play even like smaller stakes tournament if I'm motivated. But the motivation is a big problem for for the players who, who yeah, who play higher. The good motivation is like if you don't have money, that's a good motivation, <laughs> yeah. right? And uh, uh, how do you find yourself balancing life between playing poker and? actually when i went to italy the first four days was great but then then i wanted to play <laughs> because it was a lot of satellites with spider poker live dollars it's like the good bounty hundred thousand bounty you just make the last longer oh yeah yeah if you but, buy them with the yeah party poker live dollars i didn't win any party poker live dollars because <laughs> i didn't play and from italy it's forbidden and yeah, I was, I was, I wanted to play. I wanted to play. Good tournaments, uh, Sundays. Uh, See, so your balance of uh, life and poker is a bit of life, and then you get hungry for poker, go play. I get hungry. That's good if you get hungry after like nine years, and because some players they they don't really like it, they don't really like the game. They just do it for money. But I think that's good if you understand it. But yeah, you have to enjoy the life too. But life is tough, so. It's good if you can make money for that, but you think obviously uh, it's for sure that hunger and desire is a strength you need to compete in anything, let alone poker. But what are the other things that perhaps you think are most important for a poker player as a quality to to be able to be competitive playing these big tournaments? Uh, patience and discipline. <laughs> That's a really important and psychology. You know, we always speak about the ranges, about all this stuff, and don't really speak much about psychology and how you mentally prepared 
but I think it's 50% of success. Because even if you play good, you can be the one of the greatest players and never play for your bankroll and always like bankrupt. Yeah. We know a lot of guys who just always are bankrupts. They win something where they don't have anything. Yeah, the discipline is very important. We have to learn from Germans. They're really good in it. Obviously, you were saying before, you know, you used to, you, you, you do play football in the moment and stuff, and, you know, you're quite a fit person. Do you think, do you think the fitness is something you benefit from? Does that give you extra stamina when you're playing these tournaments? A little bit. Not really much. I know a lot of guys who don't do anything, like fitness or whatever, and they can sit on the table for 12 hours, but no, it's not healthy. You have to walk, and most of the players, we have problems with the back, sometimes and yeah we need to balance the life how do you manage that say uh at the world series when you're playing that whole schedule how do you i didn't i didn't manage it it's very <laughs> difficult if you you have tournament at 12 and finished at the one at night then you have to to sleep and you have to eat and sleep that's not healthy life because like the healthy life if you go to bed at 10 p.m or 11 p.m mm -hmm. but we i usually go to bed like at 2 if I play live tournaments, maybe midnight, and if I play online, I do it at night, so I go to bed at 5. It's not really healthy. All the hormones, they work differently, so we have to be careful. As well, traveling so much, you're constantly jumping between time zones and stuff, right? Not not so much, obviously, when you're yeah, playing events in yeah, Europe. I always but... jump. I don't have a lot of problems with that, but if you have, you have to understand what do you need to eat or when do you need to go sleep. We have melatonin and other stuff, some things. I like sweets. <laughs> I like sugar. I love it. But I'm trying to eat it less. And is that something you find, I guess, difficult, especially when you're on the road playing poker because you don't have your own kitchen to make your own food and stuff? Or? Yeah, that's... Oh, actually, that's a good question. In most of the tournaments, we don't have healthy food. Yeah. That's a big problem. What The sandwich. You all have the sandwich, sandwich, sandwich. That's not cool. We should invite someone who will bring the healthy food for the tournaments. I don't really understand. Everyone drink coke or beer or whatever but i'm not a big fan of it I'm, i prefer to drink distilled water and i always go to pee that's that's the problem too if you you're a short stack you can't drink a lot but if you <laughs> want your brain to work uh, better you have to drink a lot that's and uh, so when when you're at home uh, you and your wife both you, you like to cook and stuff or cook yeah i hate i never cook okay but my wife she she cooks a lot so I'm okay with that. <laughs> what food's your favorite food? Right now, I eat a lot of. I'm trying to eat a lot of cell. I eat meat. I like quinoa. And like when you're in uh, in Vegas, where do you where do you like to go out for your meals and stuff? Oh, I went to cafes and to buffets, but the problem in buffet is like you pay money and you can eat everything, but if you follow diet, it's difficult. But yeah, I actually I like the the Caesar's the best buffet in the Caesar Palace, and they have this seafood stuff that's great i like the lobster there the crab get to caesar's for the buffet hey? yeah, exactly if you go here in sochi we have a lot of good restaurants gostizzi i recommend you gostizzi it's like national food they have the great meat hinkali i hope you like it yeah i have to say i got here like a couple of nights ago and took a long walk through the town it's pretty awesome it's really bustling i couldn't believe how busy the town was and all yeah. the restaurants and stuff it, it's a hot season now, but usually in August, it's like no one here, but because of the tournament, there is a lot of people, so we improve this area. Because everyone there, just in the main city, they're swimming in the sea, in mm. the Black Sea. 
but with the poker here is good too but in winter in like new year it's crowded here it's like a lot of massive they're all skiing celebrating and most people would know sochi for the winter olympics abroad that's what i was thinking yeah, the first time they, i learned about sochi was they spend a lot of money on it we discussed it but the infrastructure is great and everything is is working here and the, we have the casino so i satisfied with that even uh, our president and prime minister they go skiing here in sochi oh yeah so sometimes yeah some people they even saw the some some politics there <laughs> but not putin not putin if he goes to skiing everything is closed so oh, yeah <laughs> they close the whole thing down huh? the security stuff it's is important yeah <laughs> <laughs> what do you miss the most then when you are away from home traveling obviously say you have dogs i guess that's tough i miss the dogs i miss like the food everything but i like to travel i can sit at home for a long time it's pretty boring i have a habit this life when you usually travel then you stop doing that and you feel discomfortable but yeah when you travel a lot it's okay it's like a habit i like to meet the new people to see the new cities to uh trying to understand other cultures speak to other people like how they live what do they think like discuss some uh, hot topics you can understand how other people live what do they think about russia not like watching the tv and listening what like tv say because it's com- completely different are there places you would like to go but you haven't gone yet in terms of poker we'd love to go to japan actually i don't see a lot of european countries so maybe i'll go to belgium switzerland like portugal i haven't even been to greece there are a lot of a lot of places to visit but yeah japan layla so, wants to go to japan so i have to go to japan too maybe i i want to go to korea too lots yeah, of i mean japan i've not been myself but lots of people have been it's, so it's quite a fascinating place yeah. culturally as well so yeah everyone who goes there they love it most of the time i heard it. it's very expensive actually i want to go to brazil too we spoke to joao simao in vegas we had dinner and he invited us and they we have some series there too wsop circuit some other series but the flight is so long so you need to prepare this trip you need to watch everything yeah but me i hope one day i go and i hope to go to australia too but I've been given a little quiz here to test your knowledge. So, of course, we have Bahama coming up for the Indian's okay. world. And uh, the Bahamas is one of only two countries whose name officially starts with the. The word the Bahamas has the in the name. What's the other country? The United States of America. It's it's not, unfortunately. The, the United Kingdom. No, not either that. No? Either. No, I'm afraid that would be uh, the Gambia. What is the warmest city to have ever hosted a Winter Olympics? Yeah. Sochi. There we go. See, we're Ooh, bingo. <laughs> we'll go for a nice, easy one. Okay, this is a good one. Which country has the most branches of Starbucks per million residents? Russia, Bahamas, or the United Kingdom? Uh, Bahamas. Yeah, it is Bahamas. There we yeah, go. Like, like, I, I, I can see the how, reasoning there. That's how poker players works, right? We're like trying it. to calculate it. We have a lot of Starbucks in Moscow, but in Russia, not a lot. So Bahamas are too so small. You, yeah, you're calculating. You're thinking there's a lot of holiday places there. They're going to have <laughs> Starbucks. That's how poker player thinks. A city on the Party Poker Live tour had a cheese riot in 1764 where residents rolled cheese in the city to protest at the price of food. Which city was it? Vienna. It was not Vienna. This one is somewhere you'll be going soon. It was Nottingham. 
in Nottingham. What? They had a cheese riot. They rolled really? cheese in the street to protest the price of food. So these are those are the sort of big party events coming up next. You say, unfortunately, maybe not Nottingham for you, but I, I just can't. I physically I can't uh, reach all of the events. <laughs> I wish I can play all of them. For example, I was in Ireland five times. I liked it. We have the series in Ireland, but it's difficult to go there. Yeah. I need to have a stop, top flight, then go to the tournament, and it's usually like two series go simultaneously. The Irish one, and then one in Vienna, and in Rosvadov, or in Sochi, whatever. It's a lot of things going on, but I'll try to visit all the million series. That's like one of my goals. I like the series. They're great. And John and the Patty team, we're doing the great work to improve it, and players like it. And actually, uh, players, you know, the image of the company really changed in Russia, and yeah. players uh, really like it. They said, yeah, Patty Porker is cool, and before that, it wasn't like that, so... We see a lot of changes. So, uh, Anatolia, on the on the podcast, we have a regular segment we call "Feeling Flush." Okay, and it's just a uh, it's a few little questions we're going to throw at you here. Um, nothing too deep, but we'll get to know you a little bit better. Uh, so, we want to know what's the what's your favorite movie of all time? I don't have one. No. No. You can you, if you need an answer, I say Gladiator. Gladiator, yeah, I can see, I can see Gladiator. Uh, well, the, the second question I was going to ask you was, uh, what's your biggest ever cooking fail? But you've already said you're not, you're not too much into oh, the kitchen. No, I, I never failed in cooking. So. <laughs> if you don't cook, you can't fail. Right? <laughs> if you don't, if you don't play the tournament, you can't lose right, the money, yeah, you, right? You can't bust, and you can win, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's a pretty easy way of avoiding uh, that fail. Okay, well, a bit similar to the first question, but your your favorite your favorite song. My favorite song. Yeah. Uh, it depends on like the year. I like for right now. I like the Sia songs. I usually listen to this ones. Uh, I like some Russian music too. Maybe two three years ago it was Chandelier. Right now it's like Unstoppable, and it depends on it depends on usually different songs. I like the the Cranberries, but I was very upset when uh, Dolores like uh, what happened to Dolores because I'm, I'm I I was a big fan of Cranberries. I went to their concert when I was in Moscow. It was amazing. She was like, like, so the energy was so cool. Yeah. But my favorite band is the Queen. Oh, yeah. Wow. I like this one. And uh, how about this? If we give you a, a four-handed poker table and you get to fill the other three seats with famous people, living or dead, who, who would they be? Who would you like wow. to sit and spend the evening with? Hmm. Okay. I'll choose live people, right? One of them will be Conor McGregor. There we go. <laughs> then we'll put Mr. Putin. That should be difficult. And the third one will be Al Pacino. Wow, Al Pacino. That'd be Al pretty Pacino. cool. Well, I feel like we're sort of coming towards the end of our time, Anatoly. It's been great to have you. And well, best of luck if you do play the 50k later today. Otherwise, good luck in the main event. And hopefully we get to revisit this maybe with a winner's interview. Yeah. Thank you so much. Sadly, we're out of time for this episode. We've got some fantastic guests lined up in the coming weeks. So make sure you don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out. For now, though, I'm James Dempsey, and this has been The Poker Podcast.